do something slightly different and do a bit of a practical prayer workshop this morning. Now, some of you, when I've said that, will be thinking, yes, a change, a chance to do hands-on things. And some of you will be thinking, how can I sneak out and leave the room now? Um, To all those people whose thought was the second one, it's going to be okay, I promise. Um, It's not as scary as it may sound. Um, So... To give you an overview of what we're going to do, there's going to be four different kind of practical tools that we share today, and you're going to get a chance to give two of them a go, and then if you want to hear about the other two, if you just can't get enough, then you'll have to catch the person who's leading and facilitating that one later. So in a moment, I'm going to get them all to come up and give you a little teaser so you can pick which two you would like to do. Um, There is going to be slight chaos as we move the room around, but we are like Jesus who brings order out of the chaos, okay? So we are going to do that too and it will be okay if we all just stick to the plan. Um, But I just want to take like a minute or two to explain why we're doing this. Um, And I think it's really important, you know, we've had this uh, sermon series on prayer where we've heard loads of amazing things from scripture of why prayer is important, what Jesus's prayer looked like, uh, what we can learn from the Lord's prayer, from how Jesus prays for us, from how the early church prays, which is all incredible. And now we're at the stage where it's like, okay, but how is this actually going to change practically? How are we actually going to implement? Hopefully, we're all slightly more fired up about prayer than we were six weeks ago. Um, But unless our prayer lives are like everything else in our lives, unless we're intentional about investing in that area, it won't stay alive and it definitely won't grow. And so just like if you want to get fit and work out, some people like that apparently, uh, you have to put things in place in order to achieve your goal, I think our prayer lives are very much the same. And so hopefully the tools that we are sharing today will just be another thing in your tool belt to help that workout process. And uh, they might not be, some of them might not be for you. Some of them may be for you. Um, The idea is that hopefully they just get your minds going, might help you think about something you've never thought about before. And uh, we can learn from one another. You know, it says that iron sharpens iron. Uh, We are a body, so we're not all going to be the same, but we all have things that we can share that's helped us personally and help one another grow. Um, So, can I invite Josie and Lyndon and Tarzan to come and join me? (laughs) Yay! Let's clap them. Yay! (laughs) Okay, so if you want to line up here on the stage... I told you it might be slightly chaotic. I wasn't expecting this part to be. Um, Okay, so what I'm going to do is ask each of you just to share two minutes on your tool, and then we'll explain what we're going to do. So just a real quick summary. So this is not going to be how to do this. This is going to be what it is that you could learn more about in a moment. So make it good. This is your sales pitch, basically. Um, great. So a couple of years ago in our light group in Nick and Dunks and Richard and Suzanne Shackleton's light group. Don't know if anybody is here from that light group. Yay. But do you remember we did, um, we did this, um, 
Bible study sort of prayer thing, which was called SOAP. And it was basically like you read the Bible. So I've, um, you read the Bible until like a Bible verse sort of jumps out at you and you think, oh, okay, maybe this is something God wants me to think about. So you write that scripture down. That's the S. Okay. Then you do like an observation about it. So you kind of write your thoughts about it. Then you do an application. So how would this Bible verse apply to me? So you write that down and then you write a prayer about that. Okay. So like, so I started doing this in a journal and Matt was like a bit like, oh yeah, I, <laughs> I'll give this two weeks sort of thing. You know how like you go out all enthusiastic and buy a new little notebook that's really pretty. <laughs> and then there's like, you've used two pages in the front and that's kind of it. However, this has really, really stuck for me and really, really worked for me. So I've been doing this for about three years now, ever since we did it in our light group. And it's awesome. So I've like worked through loads of different books of the Bible and it's, you know, you can just stick the bit that comes out to you. So there might be whole chunks that you read and you're like, mm, and then, but something really does. So it really, really works for me. And I just thought I'd share that. So, yeah. Morning, everybody. Well, the tool that I um, wanted to share this morning is applying the truth of God's word to your situation or your need. I'm just going to give you a very brief, quick application of it in my own life. As I was growing up, I was a very timid and a shy person. Uh, lacking in confidence, somebody you'd call um, a situation where you, I, ha- I was afraid, uh, I had fear in my life, particularly fear of people. And um, uh, this weakness remained with me even when I became a Christian. And uh, uh, I got by in life uh, even after I got married, I had children, I got a job. Uh, This weakness still remained in me, the fear of man, just this whole idea of fear. Uh, Until one day, I was promoted in my work to the role of a manager. And there... I confronted this fear because I couldn't make decisions, I couldn't challenge people in my role as a manager, and I used to uh, pray every day, God, uh, don't let any situation come that is a difficult one for me, I won't know how to make the decision, and God said to me, I'm not going to answer that prayer, because you're praying against what I have made you to be, and then he showed me in his word from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And that transformed my thinking. And from that day on, in my job, the truth of those words turned every struggle for the next 20 years into a victory. And, and since then, I've applied that uh, principle in my other areas of my life, And praise God. And it is so true, brothers and sisters, when Jesus said in John 8, 32, that you will know the truth and it will set you free. Thank you. It is like you get a certificate and everything. It's just like at school. Um, So my brain is a bit of a chaotic place sometimes. And life can be a little bit like all over the place. And when I try and pray... Like, all sorts of stuff's coming into my head. It's got, you know, I start praying, got the best of intentions, but it just can end up anywhere, thinking about all sorts of stuff. And a couple of times I've had God speaking to me about how to conduct my prayer life, you know, and he specifically said, look, you need to go off in your car 
on your own because other people around you are just a huge distraction to you. You know, things like that. Just figuring out how it is that I can actually get on with praying. Anyway, one tool that I found really, really useful was taught to me by a guy I met in Australia. He was this really weird hippie bloke. Um, but he was, it was really cool. So it's, a, it's a very short prayer. I like, you know, when we were talking about the Lord's Prayer last week, um, and he was saying, you know, don't babble on. I'm like, yes, good, I've got that covered. Don't babble on. But this prayer is quite, um, it's also a contemplative prayer. It's quite, it's how to settle yourself down. It's how to just bring yourself and then put, put all the things in the right order um, as you pray and think about God, who he is. You know how we were talking about the Lord's Prayer in that way? It's a little bit like that, but it's an even shorter version than that. And um, just there's a way of praying it which just brings calm into my life when I pray it. So if you're a little bit, you know, chaotic and you're thinking, you know, oh, it's quite hard to, you know, do all that praying stuff sometimes, come to me. <laughs> my yoke is easy. My prayer is easy. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we're going to do that. And we're going to do it as well with a bit of communion. Um, so we're going to take communion together and just spend a little bit of time figuring out how to, you know, sort of center your mind and stop it rushing off and, and pray this prayer together. Very short prayer, shortest one ever. And yeah, hopefully you'll find that very useful. What do I get? I didn't know what to call your one. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, the last tool, uh, is, um, an acronym that I, has been really helpful in my prayer life, and it's ARK, A-R-K. And all I will say about it is um, I really believe that just as though the ark was a place of safety in the storm for Noah, the name of God is a place of safety in the storms of our lives. And as we heard kind of throughout this prayer series, I think prayer is a conversation with the living God. So more than just bringing my request to him, though that's amazing, I actually want to have a prayer life where I explore who he is and all of his names and his characteristics are a part of that. And so this tool is a way that has really helped me focus on who he is and have a conversation that is all about him. And I'm changed the result of it, but that's not the uh, reason I go in for. So if you want to know the acronym and uh, have a prayer life based on his name, um, then come to zone four. Um, Okay, so what we're going to do now, just to... uh, just a couple of things that have been on my heart as they've been sharing. Um, sometimes when we think of structure that we put in place, we can think that it actually will be a hindrance to our prayer lives or to the movement of the spirit. Now, the idea with any of these tools and any tools that we use in our prayer life is not actually to hinder us, but to help us to use these tools as springboards to start off a conversation that can then be carried on. And when you think about, when you look in the Bible, uh, Jesus had a prayer routine. He started his day in prayer. The scripture always refers to him uh, drawing away to pray of an evening. Um, So there's nothing wrong with putting structure in place that's actually going to aid us to do something better uh, rather than hinder us. When when the disciples asked Jesus to teach us how to pray, as Lyndon explained a couple of weeks ago, he gave a model prayer. Now, is that the only way that we can pray? No. Is it a really useful tool to help us explore the heart of God? Absolutely. And uh, that's the heart behind this. It's not that we would be hindered by these four tools, but helped by them to grow and to experience things about God that we might not have done before. So this is the chaos bit, and then it'll be okay. So every other pillar 
is going to be a different zone. So Josie is going to stick her piece of paper on this pillar, and zone one will be there. Tarzan will be in the back, my right, your left corner. Um, Lyndon will be in that back corner by the communion tables, and I will be here. So what we're going to do to start with is whatever zone you're going to first, that's okay. For now, I just need you to turn your chairs to face whichever pillar you are closest to. And you guys can go and stick your things up while people do that. So if you go on the second Okay, now that the chairs are in some kind of order, pick the first zone that you would like to start at. You're going to get a chance to do two, so within the next three minutes you need to be sat in your first zone. That's it. Make your way to a seat. Brilliant. Is there any chance we could just turn someone by there, just turn the music down slightly? Amazing. Thank you so much. Okay. So, well done. Look at us being like Jesus and bringing order out of chaos. This is great. Um, Before we start, I would like to pray, and I really want us to take this seriously. These tools could change things in our lives if we let them. So let's just pray, and then I will leave you with your zone leaders, um, and we'll do about uh, 12 minutes, and then we'll do the next one. I'll tell you when to change. Okay, let's pray. Father, I thank you that you are vast, that you are limitless, that whether we started our prayer journey with you decades ago or whether this will be the first time that we've tried to pray, Lord, there is always more to learn about who you are. 
And so, Lord, as we learn from one another and have a go at using different tools to connect with your heart, Lord, I, I ask that it would more be more than just a fun, different thing to do. God, that we would actually encounter the living God. Lord, let us see something new about you that we haven't seen before. Let us learn something that will help us grow and help other people to grow. Lord, give us tools in our tool belt that will help us on this journey to being more like you and also will help us equip others on their journey. Come and lead us and guide us and be with us. In Jesus' name, amen.